It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Before I start the show and open the phone lines, have you had a chance to listen to the latest podcast episodes of La Confession and all the confessing? I mean, I must say, if you haven't, check it out. I love the stories I'm hearing lately. I mean, I've had callers reach out to the website, therendezvousshow.com. That started about a month ago. We want to talk, we have a story to share with Simon, this, that. If you haven't experienced really like that kind of story, listen to it. We can all learn from all those stories. So if you have a great story, a very bad story, or a story you want to share with me, you've had, you know, for too long, never shared, just reach out to my producers at therendezvousshow.com. They'll get you on my podcast. If you have a question now, Dial 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question for me? You can call me right now. Claudette, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. I have a question. I am dating this guy who seems really great and sweet, and we have a lot of fun together. Mm-hmm. But he's considerably more sensitive than I am. Um, and, I mean, I hate to just, just feeling like, oh, he's whining or anything like that. It's just that when we communicate, I'm really direct and straight to the point. And um, he gets often, like, very insecure by that level of directness. And I'm finding myself uncomfortable now, like, just speaking about just regular things, and, and I don't really know what to do. Give me an example, please, of what, what you mean by so much sensitive. Give me a practical example. Um... So I introduced him to my family and, um, you know, I said, this is Robert, this is the man that I'm dating. And later on, he was upset about the title that I didn't give him when I introduced him to my family. Oh, um, and I to see. me, that's not a big deal, but to him, it is. And instead of him just addressing it then, he waited until he was upset about it. Yeah. Oh, he wanted you to say, it's my boyfriend, Robert, right? Like that. Yeah, Exactly. Okay, and so how much does it impact you, the sensitivity? How much it just... Well, I I think I'm now just either concerned I'm hurting his feelings or I'm thinking about not hurting his feelings. I feel like I'm spending a lot of brain space worried all the time, and I don't. that's not fun in a relationship. Absolutely. Okay, so um, it comes down to putting on paper, really, the pros and the cons of dating him. I would like you to do this exercise without any emotions, right? So one color and the pros of dating Robert and then the cons. And I just, just then you measure, is it worth it to go through that stress because it's so wonderful? Or at the end, it's not worth it to stay with a guy who makes you feel stressed out all the time. But I don't want to take the decision for you because I don't know him as well as you. But I would like you to do the exercise on paper and then decide, looking at the paper and your intuition, should you stay with this man because you can work around his own anxiety or his sensitivity, his nervousness, and his makes you too anxious and you want to free yourself from that? Okay. I, I never thought about anything like that, so um, I'll give it a try. Well, you know, the pros and cons of doing this man, and then at the end you'll have the result. All right, so take a couple of days to do help. that list. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you so much and have a good night. There is drama on my Instagram. I just got a DM from somebody who needs advice on how to convince an ex to give his watch back. That's coming up next. If you have a question about your relationship, but for any reason you just can't call me right now, remember, you can always tweet me on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio, and then Trisha will read me this tweet. What is up, Trisha? 
So this Twitter DM comes from Tony that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tony. My ex-girlfriend and I broke up last month, and I just realized that she still has a watch that I want back. Mm-hmm. I texted her to ask her when I could pick it up, but she said she's not giving it back. I guess she's still upset about the breakup, but I want my watch back. It was expensive, and it's mine. It's not like she can even wear it. How do I get it back from her? So how do you get something you gave to somebody back? Tony, I'll tell you that next. So what can you do if you gave a watch to your partner and then you guys break up and you want the watch back and your partner doesn't want to give it back to you? That's the Instagram DM I got from Tony. So Tony, I got a bit of a bad news for you. I believe once it's given, you can't get it back, right? So I know it was you watch, but you gave it to her. So if I were you, I would forget about the watch. And if really, really you want the watch, I would not ask her now in the heat of the moment after just breaking up. I would ask her a year from now when everything is calmed down. So my favorite is not to ask for things back. I don't do that when I give. If it's big or small, I never ask to take it back, no matter what it is. But if you really want advice on how to get it back, wait six months from year from now. She might have another guy and find this watch of no value to her anymore. But remember what I said. Once you give something to somebody... Don't ask for it back. Sorry, Tony, but thanks for the DM. Any other questions, call me, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship, just call me. Noël, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Bonjour, Noël. I'm good. What is up tonight? How can I help you? Uh, well, I... You know, it's happened many times, but recently it happened again. I feel so burned. I was dating this guy named Philip for, you know, a few weeks, a month. I kind of hold back, you know, don't give him the ooh-la-la until later. Mm -hmm. And then we had this really romantic evening, and we did the ooh-la-la, and now he won't return my calls, and I'm just so brokenhearted about it. Why do men do that? Because that's a great question now when you say man, but uh, is it, do you think in your life it's been many, many times the same situation or if it's just that Philippe guy? It's been about 50%. If I, I mean, I try to make them wait a little longer so we can get to know each other so they get invested, but it still happens 50% of the time and it breaks my heart. Well, here's why. Men, when it comes to the investment, there is the emotional side and the ulala side. The ulala side, it's either uh, like a, a, a connection and it, they're really happy or not. And so th- if they don't have the emotional side, uh, the ulala can't make up for that, right? So it's just something that you don't have to worry about because it means that, you know, there was it's like a casual thing for them, for those 50%. But that's kind of normal too because, you know, it's rare to find a great match. So I know it's disappointing, but it's not so much against you. It's just the way it is when it comes to dating. You meet somebody, you get to know the person, and then there's this chemistry or not. And then if they don't call you back, is you know, I guess they're looking for somebody else and they're not the right match for you, not the right fit. It's just the way man works, actually. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, don't lose the faith. The right one is coming, and then there'll be plenty of ooh-la-la-la-la-la-la. I hope so. <laughs> you, no problem, Noel. I know so. That's life. C'est la vie. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. Merci. Merci à toi. 
So what are the signs you should be looking for to know if someone is into you? I'll tell you that next. So when you date somebody, what are the signs you should be looking for to understand or get a feeling for them like they're into you? The first, 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 they look at you straight in the eyes, right? So you got honesty there. They ask you questions about you. They make you feel at ease. You know, they start to feel at ease. You feel there's a chemistry, there's some body touch sometimes. And also, they don't spend the whole time talking about the exes and how long the last relationship was and blah, blah, blah. No, it's all about you and that person. That is elements you should always keep in mind to know if somebody's into you. Now, there is one more very important element that you need to know to make sure someone is into you. And that element is coming up next. So stay with me. So the number one, the biggest element in my mind when you date somebody at the beginning to know they're into you is they start talking about future plans with you. Meaning it's not just about the present here and this and just the privacy, it's talking about introducing you to their parents, to their friends, to bring you to public places, and then having vacations with you six months from now, talking about where you like to go, what you like to do, and stuff like that. Once somebody is expressing plans for the future with you, you are in a great position. So that is my go-to when I wonder, is this girl into me or not? As soon as I hear future plans, I smile because I know we may have a chance. Keep that in mind next time you're dating somebody else. Uh, you call the next 855-905-8255. If you've been wondering something about, you know, an ex or something about your love life and you don't know who to call, call me right now. 855-905-8255. Tamara, bonjour. Bonjour. Hi, Simon. Um, so this one guy and I, I fell in love with him, and he fell in love with me. We were dating for six months. Mm-hmm. On Christmas Eve, I invited him over to family, and he totally ghosted me. Oh. And it was very painful. He never really explained to me why, but ever since then, he's constantly reentering my life or messaging me on social media, and it, it stings every time I hear from him because... He did break my heart, and mm-hmm. I, I I have communicated to him that I do not want him in my life anymore, but he still resurfaces and checks in. He does that check-in, mm-hmm. and I don't know why he's still checking in with me, and I don't know what to do. Okay, Tamara, so my question to you is, why do you not block him forever? I mean, how, how is that possible that by now you have not blocked him forever so he can never check in or just not ever answer anything? Why? Yeah, so I did block his Facebook and one, he has like two Instagram accounts and I did block one of them, but he then he'll message me on a different one or he created another one on, on Twitter. So like sometimes he will direct me there. Okay. And I guess I just need to keep blocking him. It just, it still stings, you know? Like, he was, in all honesty, my first love. So maybe I'm just not, maybe I just don't know how to say no 100%. Well, I think because you still have feelings for him. That's why there's a part of you still want to kind of, like, see what's going on. And so when he reaches out to you, there is, you're disgusted, but you're also happy he's thinking about you subconsciously, right? There's this, Mm. it's a double bind. 
you're upset because he ghosted on you and really hurt your feelings in your heart, but you're also happy he still thinks about you every two, right. three months. And so that yeah. ambivalence in your mind creates why it's still happening. You've got to bury the past, Tamara. It's you who has to do the work. All you have to do is stop answering. And mm-hmm. if it's too hard to do it alone, maybe go see a therapist. It always helps you when it comes to bury the past with a boyfriend. If it's too painful, don't do it alone. Do it with a shrink. Yes. You know? Okay, that's great. You have the decision and the solutions in your hand. And so all you got to do is, is use it. All right? Thank you so much, Simon. I, I needed the honesty. Well, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm here for. And I'm glad you called me. And I hope I can help you with this. Have a good night. You too. If something happens in your relationship and you're really in pain, what can you do to make it feel better? I want, I want to share a special tip with you. So stay with me. That's coming up next. Have you ever been in a relationship and being either so heartbroken but couldn't let go or impossible to forget or forgive the person or just be in pain even a year later? What can you do really? You can't you know, solve it alone. Use that tip that my mother gave me when I was like 14. She introduced me to that wonderful therapist, the wonderful shrink, Dr. Saadia. And she said to me, sometimes in life, there's things we can't do it alone. And the pain of the hearts are equally or more painful than the, the pain of your you know, body or let's say you know, other parts of you, yourself. So don't hesitate to call or find a good shrink for you. That's an advice that I can't give enough because it works every time you have a good person who knows what they're doing that's going to help you bury the past. So don't hesitate. And you know how I know this? Because I was suffering one day and I'm going to tell you that story next. Would you agree that when you're heartbroken, the pain sometimes is like infinite. It's just, it's just somebody betrays you, somebody cheats on you. It's a pain that is not measurable. So I think when I was 15 years old, actually, and my first girlfriend, Krista Bell, broke up with me, I was so heartbroken. I didn't know what to do with this pain. And it was so intense. I mean, you've probably been in that situation too once, you know, like, you feel the whole universe, nothing matters anymore. All you want to do is either go back with the person who doesn't want you or just stop the pain and nothing works. And my wonderful mother, Elizabeth, said that to me. She said, you know, I'm going to introduce you to that therapist so you can heal the past. That's the best gift that my mom ever gave me. I tell you, and I hope you take my words for that, if you're ever in pain and it doesn't go away, go see a therapist and they will help you clean the past. You call the next 855-905-8255. I'm here. If you've been touched by love and you hold a wonderful story, share it with me. 855-905-8255. Elizabeth, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Elizabeth. Welcome to the rendezvous. You've been touched by love? Yes, I have. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so the guy that I'm actually dating now, we've been dating now for four years. Uh, we met at a mutual friends gathering. Mm-hmm. Um, so we hit it off at the party. We were talking, and a week later was my birthday. So, you oh. know, he asked him when was my birthday, and just asking random questions. And he ended up finding out where I worked from the mutual friend that we had. Um, so during the conversation at the dinner party, I was telling him how much, you know, I had just lost my dog. Um, I had my dog for oh, 11 years. Yeah, thank you. I had my dog for maybe 11 years, 
and had recently passed away. So I was telling him about that. That was like really something that was heavy on my heart at that time. So he showed up at my job for on my birthday with like three different puppies. <laughs> and just to ask me, you know, which one did I want to have? He wanted to bring a smile to my face. He wanted me to, you know, have a new start with him and the puppies. Yep. So we went out that night. We had a beautiful time and we've been in love ever since. I love that. Uh, what What's the sweetest moment? So if you look at this story, what would be the most sweetest moment of all of it? Um, Christmas, uh, he actually works for uh, like a marketing firm. So uh-huh. he travels a lot. So for Christmas, he wasn't supposed to be here. Um, and then I ended up waking up uh, the day before Christmas, and I had, it was a uh, envelope with a ticket to Paris and for Ooh. me to meet him in Paris. So, Paris. yeah. The so city I of love. Ray, I know. He, he's awesome. So I, I spent Christmas I, in Paris. I like that. Well, I'm from Paris, so I, I double relate. Thank you so Ooh. much. Yes, <laughs> this accent is from <laughs> Paris. Thank you so much for uh, reaching out to me and sharing that story. And congrats to both of you. That's just wonderful. I'm happy for you guys. Thank you for having me, Simon. You're welcome, Elizabeth. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. More rendezvous next. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. And thank you for being with me every single night of, of this adventure called The Rendezvous that started way back when. The first show I did was 2007 in Cleveland, Ohio. So that's, that's how long this show has been growing slowly and steady. So thank you for that. Let me finish with the result of this poll. That, that is very interesting. So I had on my social media at Rendezvous Radio a poll with a question said, what kind of wedding would you want to have? So, guess what? 50% of you voted a small wedding, and 43% said a big wedding. Interesting. I thought the big wedding would be much bigger than small wedding. I guess I'm wrong on this one. Anyway, don't forget, when it comes to wedding, you've got to both love it, because this is your biggest romantic day of your life, so it has to be both a compromise. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening, et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.